How do you think entrepreneurs are bragging about the organic route versus paid ads? Because they are playing business, and they 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 don't they're not building a business. They're building a train wreck waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I tell people all the time: if you can't profitably invest money to acquire a new client you don't have a business. Wait, 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 wait. Say that one more time. If you can't profitably invest money to acquire a new client, you don't have a business. If that ain't like the best sound bite for this. My goal is to help coaches and entrepreneurs turn their mind into money, teaching them how to take what they know, package it, market it, sell it, and automate it to make a massive income and massive impact, even if they don't have a lot of followers on social media. If you're watching this video, you're about to make a whole lot of money because in today's episode, I get a chance to interview one of the most brilliant marketing minds, I'd say on the planet. Whenever you think about people like Diddy, you associate him with greats like Biggie Smalls and Jodeci. When you think of different people who have created platforms that makes life better from everybody from artists to entrepreneurs. Well, this person that I get to interview today, I would say is much like Diddy in the 90s that put a lot of people on when it comes to attracting clients and generating revenue online. I'm excited because this is not just someone that I respect, but someone who I have a relationship with. And I can tell you, he is exactly in person like he is online. The king of client attraction. One who has, who I'll let him go into how much money he's produced with his clients. But I would say one of the most pound for pound respected people in the coaching consulting space for service providers, content creators, course creators, entrepreneurs, my brother, my friend, doctor, <laughs> put, put some respect on his name, Marquel Russell. Hey man, appreciate up, you, man. Brother? Appreciate you, man. I'm blessed to be here, bro. I man. appreciate you, man. Thank you. I don't take this lightly, bro. I appreciate you. Man, I know you had to press pause on, on, on your on your empire hey, to come hang out with your brother, hey, bro. Man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, no, with no second guessing, I'm like, I'm there. Tell me where. Address, give it to me. Wow. It's so much we can get into, man, from so many angles. There's so much we can get into. But I don't, I don't want to start it by the traditional way people start interviews. Tell me about yourself. Nah, they'll get to know you. The thing that I'm, uh, everyone will know how successful you are, things you've built, uh, the details of your company. But the thing I would ask you first is, what is the thing that you that you can only say one thing that you're most proud of? If I would pick one thing that I'm most proud of, man, I tell people a lot that I got a lot of titles. I, my favorite title is that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think the one thing that I'm most proud of is who I am and who I'm intentionally growing into to be as a father and as a husband. Outside of all the yeah. other stuff, those are the biggest things. Because I didn't have a dad growing up. You know, I didn't have like a stable family household growing up. So like doing that, I would probably say that's the number one thing. And I got a chance to meet your, meet your kids, man. Very, number one, entrepreneurship is all in them, on them, and I can tell that that is not by chance, that's by choice, grooming. I watched your son work the room, sell his shirts. I watched that first time at mm -hmm. the conference when he was a little nervous to send him speak on stage mm -hmm. and give his pitch. I watched him sell out. Yeah. I watched him come to a real estate conference with you and yep. you exposing him to things and then he finally time out like, yeah, I need this nap. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned a couple things and I think you're doing an amazing job. I'm about to be a father and I've, I've told you some of the things I was paying attention to mm -hmm. that you were teaching your kids life skills, not just like random information, mm -hmm. right? 
But you mentioned, you know, you didn't have a father coming up. What was your upbringing like? And do you think that that grown you for entrepreneurship? How does that impact you now? Yeah, for sure. So I think, um, so I grew up drug infested environment. Like, I, like the first part of my life up until third grade, I lived with my aunt. And my aunt smoked crack, right? So that's what I was around every day. So I was telling when I spoke this past weekend, I was like, because one of the things I was talking to them about was like your relationship with money and your first memory of money. And I was like, two of my first memories of money was number one, um, that the only people who I knew who had money was dope boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, is like my aunt used to smoke crack and I could tell when her friends used to come over, her smoking buddies, and I could smell crack in the house and I was like, I could still smell it like vividly. I still know the smell of it, right? So that was the earlier part of my life. Like, everybody in my life who I knew who did well financially sold drugs. So I went that route. So I dropped out of high school in 10th grade, jumped out in the streets, full throttle. And I always kind of been an entrepreneur because even when I was in the neighborhood, I was like, hey, can, knocking on your door, can I take your trash out? Yeah. Um, and then when we moved to community with lawn, I was like, hey, let me cut your grass, right? But then I started learning the drug game and I was like, oh, it's on. Because yeah. the only people, again, the only people who I knew who had it was doing that. So that's the route I went. So I did that, dropped out of high school in 10th grade, went full throttle in the streets. Of course, what comes with that, you know, going to jail. Um, I had my first son when I was 19. Um, and I was actually locked up when he was born. So the first time I met my first son, I was in visitation. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he was very little, right? He don't remember none of it, but that's my first time I met him. But my dad wasn't around when I was growing up. But when I saw him, I was like, man, I got to do something different. Like, I don't don't want to do the same thing that my dad did, like not being around. So I got out, was like, you know, I'm going to do the job thing. I was like, I got to get me two jobs though. So I got out, a buddy of mine got me a job at Petro. Um, here on, in Atlanta, on yeah, Bankhead, yeah. Um, changing oil and tires, and the tires bigger than me. So I did that for like a week or two, and I was covered in oil every day. And I was like, I, t- I got a check, took my son to the fair, and I had to decide like what we could do at the fair, because my check wasn't going that long. And I was like, I ain't used to this. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to go back in the streets, you know, work my move, and I'm going to do something different. So I did that. But, you know, it ain't really, it's, you say that until you get it in the bag, start coming in. So I was like, all right. So I started entertainment company, started doing artist management club promotions and stuff like that um, while still being in the streets. And that led me into, that got me introduced to internet marketing, well, not internet marketing, network marketing. And then that actually got me introduced to online marketing in the coaching industry and so forth. Wow. I got to go back to what was, what's, what's, the, what's the feeling when first time you see you know, your new father, mm-hmm. your son is in visitation. When you, I'm not, not just when you see him, but when you walk back to your cell, what's that thought? It's, it's crazy, man, because even before I met him, you know, his mom was sending me like pictures and stuff. So I was having pictures like in my bunk and stuff like that. And um, while I was in there, I'm like one of the youngest cats in there. And um, all, it's like all the cats in there with like, you know, oxygen tanks hooked up to them. And I'm, I'm, it was kind of like God showing me like my future mm. if I don't get it together. So I already was like, okay, I need to do something different. But when I saw him, I was like, man, this is crazy. Like I got to do something different, you know, when I get out. I don't know what, but what am I going to do? So it was definitely a, a aha moment, so to speak. Yeah. Because I was like, look, I'm going down the path. My dad, apparently, I ain't know him, but I'm assuming if it wasn't this exact path, it was something like that because he wasn't around. And I was like, if I keep doing this, I'm, it's going to be the same situation. Man, you know what's crazy? Even hearing your story, like there's a quote that I read recently that um, you don't find you don't find your path, your path finds you. That's a fact, right? That what you, what the path you were always supposed to be on. So when you mentioned, 
your first association with money was from the street. So you associated people who sell dope and money. One of the same, right? Life changes happen, prison, et cetera, have your first kid. You say club promotion, pardon, you're in an environment that you're already doing, mark, you're basically marketing already. 100%. Right? You're attracting people to do the same thing every weekend, right? Absolutely. What's crazy is I actually have history in club promotion too, and it's crazy how, like, the similarities. Like, this back when, part, when Party Like a Rock Star was mm-hmm. out. That's, all when that. I, that's when I was doing club promotion. <laughs> so yeah. we used Shot to do a, boys and all that. a rock star 100%. party. We used to do an all-white party, a black mm-hmm. party, and I tell people it's the same thing, the just same a thing. different thing, right? So how do you keep people coming to the same club over mm-hmm. and over again where I come up in church and it's the same thing too? When Sunday is not 100%. much fair. What I would ask is when the whole finding your path, you mentioned from that, mm-hmm. how did you stumble on network marketing and what aspects did you learn from that that kind of moved you into online <laughs> marketing? Man, it's the craziest thing ever. So I'm in the club. So I'm literally in the club. I was going home because I had been out like moving around all day. But one of my homies, B.A., he, uh, this one he was working with like Mike Will. And because Mike Will was his, I think he was signed to Mike Will or something like that. So he hit me and was like, hey, you know, I'm doing my mixtape release party at the figure eight on Camerton, like come through. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, bet. And I'm going home and I was living in Ben Hill then right off Camerton. And I was like, you know how you'd be like, man, I'm just going to go on, on to the house. Yeah. But I'm a man of my word, though, man. So I'm like, I told my man I'm coming through. So let me at least fall through and yeah. show my face. Yeah. Might not stay long, but let me just go show my face. So I went through, we ended up smoking, kicking it, drinking, you know what I'm saying? And then a dude walks up on me. He thought I was somebody else. Yeah. He thought I was actually one of my bros. He knew my face. I knew his face, but he was younger than me. So he came up. They kicking, they drinking or whatever. And he like, hey, man. Um... You know, how many people you know got a cell phone? And I was like, well, everybody I know got a cell phone. And he was like, what if every time they pay their they bill, you got paid? And I was like, that will be dope. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he was like, uh, well, one of my mentors going to be in town. They expanding with this technology. They showing us how to make millions, doing X, Y, Z, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm always, man, I'm open to opportunity. I got into club promotion. I ain't know nothing about club promotion. One of my homies just saw us in the club all the time. He was like, hey, my cousin, we finna manage to dance as elite. And then they need some guys to come run a night. So I'm like, bet. So he took me to meet his man. It was on. So he was like, hey, come to this meeting Wednesday. One of my mentors is going to be in town. Bet. So we rolled out there. I took my bro with me. And, like, I'm get, we in the streets. Like, my bro got his trap. and got the pistol on him. This is how he moving. So we pulls up. House look nice. Cars outside. We walk in. They start breaking down the opportunity. I don't know if you've been to a network marketing meeting. I have. So they start breaking down the meeting. They showing us the technology. They like, all you got to do is get two. And they'll get two. And they'll get two. And they talking about my man who invited us, how he making some money. So I'm looking. I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if there's some money to be made here. <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> and, I'm, and I know how to get it. If yeah. there's some money to be made, you can show me how, I'm going to get the money, right? So I'm like, they like 500 to get in. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? We blow that in the club. That's easy. Yeah. So I'm like, y'all got cash? Like, I'm in. And it was like, well, no, you got to have a card. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't got no card. You know, I'm, I'm cash only. I'm cash. Duffel I got a cash boy. business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they like, we got to get you a card. So a few days pass. My man pull up, take me to Walmart, show me how to get a prepaid card. So we load the card up. And then um, I pay ha- I pay my way and I pay half for my brother. He pays his other half. So I'm like, I already got one because they told me all I got to do was get two. So I start showing my other homies and they was like, oh, no, nah, this is a pyramid scheme. Blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, y'all been knew about this? <laughs> so uh, long story short, fast forward, 
I actually was about to quit, and one of them invited me to a one of the conferences, you know, the network marketing company, yeah. the conferences. The energy in those things yeah. be crazy. 100%. So they happened to be having one in Atlanta. Invited me to it. I went to it. And I was like, man, they could have tricked me, but ain't no way they could have tricked all these folks. Mm-hmm. It's got to be real. Yeah. So I came out. I don't know what, what happened energy-wise. I came out. I hit a couple ranks. I started. I, they got me on stage at the next event. I'm in a polo cargo short, polo shirt, Cartier frames, like smelling like weed, whole nine. And then my homie, one of my uplines, that's what they called him, was like, hey, man, we got to get you some suits so you can start stepping out. I'm like, a suit? <laughs> so I went to DNK on Camerton, yeah, yeah. got me two for 99. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of like this. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so I was doing that, and I ran out of people to talk to. But it was like, hey, you know, talk to people who come within three feet of you, talk to your friends and family, bring people to your house for meetings or bring them to our house. I'm like, number one, we don't just bring people to our house. At all. Number two, I'm not bringing my people to your house and you talking about all this money. Like, that's just not going to go well because I know how my people move. And then I don't talk to people who come within three feet of me. Now, I speak on stages and all that now, but, like, that's not my natural personality. Yeah. You feel me? I'm more like, to my, especially then, it's like I'm watching. I ain't really talking to people. So I'm like, okay, cool. So a couple of times I got people to some meetings. I got some people to sign up. But somebody on my team, she sent me a link. And it was the, the video. It was a four-part video series that said, "Here's how you grow your network marketing business without home mar- without home parties, without home meetings." So I watched this four-part video series. I didn't know nothing about the internet. My guy Rick, who was my business partner in club promo, he started me a Facebook account where we post the club flyers on. But I ain't never post on it because like what I had going on, I wasn't like posting on. So it's different now. Like these cats be posting everything online, <laughs> but I ain't one posting online. So I went. I watched the four-part video series. And then um, it said, you know, buy this ebook, and it's gonna show you the whole blueprint. The ebook was forty dollars. I had never bought it on the internet, nothing. I ain't even had the forty dollars. I had to go load it back on my prepaid card. Yeah. So I bought that, and on the next page, it was like, hey, you know, you love that, you really want this, blah blah blah. It's two ninety seven. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I need to go put some more money on my card. So I went and got some more money on the card, bought that, and I'm like, man, these white boys getting all this money. <laughs> And they just gonna show me how to do it like for two ninety seven. I'm like, this is crazy. So I, I was just, I, I was hooked, bro. So long story short, they was teaching direct response marketing yeah. to network marketers, and like the rest is history, bro. I was, I was hooked. What's crazy now, the way you describe it, that's what we built, right? Yep. So you know, they had a front end offer, 100%. a special offer, 100%. an order bump. Like they walk you through a funnel, one hundred percent. But back then, you didn't know it was a funnel. Nope. So this is what I tell anybody, like, you know that these things work because it worked on you and you really were replicating that for yourself. Bingo. So you, at the time, you don't know it. They no walk idea. you through a full funnel. No idea, bro. <laughs> no idea. No idea. One of the things I would say, because you asked me what's the biggest thing I got from network marketing. The biggest thing I got from network marketing was on personal development. Mm. Like, it introduced me to Jim Rohn. Yeah. Um, Zig Ziglar, Miles Monroe. Like, it introduced me to personal development, um, Success Magazine, like, Again, I was still in the streets, but I went from, I'm riding around listening to, like, Napoleon Hill. Because, like, um, if you remember um, Nine Gale Conant, yeah. where you can order the CD set. Yeah. Like, you can order a CD set. They send it to you for free. If you like it, then you pay. Yeah. So, we used to order those. 
I'm picking up my homies. I remember, te- I remember a little tear off. You exactly. Feel like? Exactly. <laughs> we run around smoking blunts. So we at the spot smoking blunts, waiting on plays to pull up. Like, I got them listening to, like, John Maxwell. Yeah. You know, the CDs that come with the Max- <laughs> Y'all out there in the hood. No, straight up. Hey, bro, you know the laws of leadership. No, in fact. <laughs> like, like, like my, my, my homie's like, bro, what is this? Like, bro. My partner, Neat, he came to my spot one day. I got Success Magazine laid out. Napoleon Hill CD set, like the little CDs that come to success. He was like, bro, you just successed out, huh? I'm like, bro, do you like for oh, something that I've never heard of? But it makes sense. I just I couldn't wrap my head around it at the time. But I was like, it makes sense, number one. Number two, why haven't they been teaching us this? Like, why don't we teach this at school? Yeah. So I was just eager to learn it and then implement it and then, like, teach it to folks. Because I was like, this stuff... Even though I'm not making no money, it makes sense. So imagine if we heard more of this early on. Wow. Hearing, hearing your story even more, man, I love the backstory. Parts of it I've heard and what's amazing is like every time I hear parts of it, I'm learning more about what took you from in the streets, Chill Gates, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Marquel, to Dr. Marquell Russell, right, right, king, right. king of Planet Attraction, this gap between first association with money, being in prison, having your first child, to then coming out been introduced to network marketing, moving into online marketing, mm-hmm. to where you are now, and I think it's important to bring it full circle of your company and what it is that you're doing in the space and some of the success you've been able to see in it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can kind of speak to that. Yeah, for sure. So to date, um, so to date, so again, we start, so I, like I was telling everybody at the event, I just did an event, and I was like, listen, y'all, I was like, number one, this is ministry disguised as business, right? Yeah. And I was like, my goal was never to be on nobody's stage. My goal was never to be on podcasts, be interviewed in magazines, none of that, or be known, be recognized when I'm out. I just started learning this stuff, and I just started making videos, just teaching people that I was learning. Wow. Like my goal wasn't to build a following, or none yeah. of that, be influenced, yeah. or none of that, right? It just kind of started to snowball, and it just kind of turned into something. So fast forward, I realized that the gap, because just like everybody, when they come online, I was trying to learn everything, I was trying to do everything. I figured that getting leads, getting clients, growing consulting consulting and coaching type companies came easier because that's what we locked in on and like attracting clients. And I also found that eight out of 10 businesses go out of business simply because they don't know how to get clients consistently. So I was like, what if I locked in on that and that was my thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's how, that's what birthed Client Attraction University. Um, to date, we've helped our clients do over $1 billion in revenue. Uh, we're on Inc. 5,000 fastest growing companies list, which is crazy. Yeah. It's like, how do I go? I got a GED, right? And now we're on Inc. 5,000. And I'm looking at the list of other companies. I'm like, man, how do we get, like, yeah. like how does this, like, you know, happen? So it's, it's crazy. Brother, you're talking about ex- an accelerated, pa- accelerated path, but here's the thing. Like, I believe that no moments, no skill, no talent, no relationship is wasted. For sure. Right? So... It might have been the wrong product, but you were still developing a skill. 100%. It's so amazing how much we connect. Like the statement you made, we, I, I just said that to a group of people. I was saying how uh, what I do is ministry disguised as business, mm-hmm. where I partner. I said, I'm on heaven's payroll. Our number one goal is to partner with God to eliminate something off the prayer list. Mm-hmm. Well, people are going to pray for money. 100%. So I partner with God to help people stop praying about that. 100%. <laughs> right? So it's amazing to hear it's mission-driven, and mm-hmm. when you do that, the, the, the last thing you ever have to worry about is money. I want to do something really quick okay. that I think will be fun for us. So we talked about where you came from to where you are now, Inc. Yep. 500, fastest growing company, Client Attraction University, yep. where you're helping clients generate leads, charge 
three to ten thousand dollars for their offer, mm-hmm. uh, and be able to generate six, seven figure, build six, seven figure companies, right? So, if Dr. Marquell Russell, King of Client Attraction, had to coach Chill Gates, same mindset, trying to get out of the streets. What some of the steps that you would tell the old you to take to get started? So the first thing I would do is like give context because you know I still work with a lot of my homies who like still move around, right? Especially yeah. you know the work we do with Next Level and Young Man and Training and so forth. So I always tell them that number one, if you can sell dope, you can run a multi-million dollar business. Yeah. Like if you can run a game, you can run a multi-million dollar business. So even from a dope, dope boy standpoint, it's like I tell Chill Gates number one. If you know, you 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 know how to get off of this product, so you already understand marketing, like you said earlier. You already understand sales, obviously. Um, when you in the hood or you when you in a certain section, people know. Okay, such and such got the good. It's gonna cost you a little bit more. This person ain't really that good, but you can get a lot more of it for cheaper. So that's branding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got you got you a little crew. Y'all getting money together. You like the head of it for the most of the head of it. So you got some leadership skills. You understand math and basic economics because you got to weigh stuff up. You got to put it on the scale. You got to know how to break it down. You got to know how to, okay, if I spend this, I'm going to make this. You understand basic economics and analytics. Right? Yeah. You got some critical thinking skills because if you don't got that, you ain't going to last that long. You're yeah. going to be food. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you under, so those are all the- And for those of you who heard that, food means your lunch meat for the streets. They're 100%. They're going to eat you alive. They're going to eat you alive. I had to interpret that real thank quick. You, thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you. When I said it, I was like, I need it. Okay. You're going to be food. You're, you're on the menu. You they're, on the menu. They're going to eat you up. 100%. So you got to understand these things, right? So you got all the skills. So then I was like, okay, what's one of the skills that you got that we can dig into? So at that particular point, Chill Gates is doing club promotion. So it's like, man, you figured out how to get access to a club. You figured out how to come up with a theme, because our theme was Get to a Tuesdays, and then we had Get to a Thursdays, another club where independent artists can come perform. They pay us $25 to perform, and then whoever win, and they can dance on the stage, but you can perform on stage with the strippers and all that, and then whoever win may get 250 So it's like you figured out a theme, you figured out how to get people into the club. You can actually package that up and actually teach other individuals how to get into the club club promo game or those who are in the club promo game um, how to, you know, grow their night. Yeah. That's one angle you can go. Number two, you've also figured out how to break records. So you've had two independent artists and now you've got them both to the point where not only were they spinning all through the city, but you also was able to get them some paid shows. So imagine how many independent artists would love to know that formula to get DJs playing their music and break records mm. and so forth. Because like that's two different businesses that you can run and go right there, right there. I love, see, the, the reason why I love this is because you're taking where you are now looking backwards and coaching who you used to be. Mm-hmm. What I always tell people, in essence, that's what we all do. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people building companies, especially in our space where we're helping entrepreneurs, coaches, most more so what I call in the infopreneur space, those 100%. who are packaging their knowledge and information and building a business around that. Absolutely. You're in essence taking the journey you were on mm-hmm. and how you solve your own problem, packaging that in a way to help other people solve it. Bingo. So it's amazing how you were able to do that and it shows why you're a great coach. Mm-hmm. Because you was able to take your story and you literally just built two businesses right there. For, for the old you. 100%. The, I think if anyone's listening to this, this is the journey, right? Yep. This is the process that we all we all approach. Yep. But sometimes we overcomplicate it. If we were talking, which we are, to coaches, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. where the ultimate goal of this 
of monetizing markets is to show people how to turn their ideas into income. Mm -hmm. Meaning, how do you take ideas or services you have, package it, market, sell it, and make money with it online? Mm -hmm. What are some of the most critical mistakes that you see coaches and entrepreneurs making that cost them money, cost them time? Like, what are some of those those mindsets that I'm sure you hear it all the time, that things that people have limiting beliefs to get in their own way? What's yeah. some of those things that you, you're seeing in the space? So number one, I would say, Number one is trying to figure out everything on their own because mm -hmm. it's like other people have already figured out what you're trying to figure out. So the fastest way is to find somebody who's already done it and then pay them. So I call it hacking their 10,000 hours. Yeah. So like people say, you can take 10,000 hours to the, you know, master someone or whatever. You can find somebody who already mastered it, pay them, and then hack their 10,000 hours. So that's one thing. Number two is like trying to not leave money on the table. So by trying not to leave money on the table, they leave money on the table. So they basically say, well, I want to go broad. I can help everybody. I don't want to leave no money on the table. Yeah. So because of that, they leave money on the table because you, you, know, you don't specialize in that. And nobody want to do business with somebody who just, who does everything. But what do you say to, so, and you know I agree, but I'm just pushing back uh -huh. for the sake for of sure. the conversation. For sure. All right. So what do you say to that person that says, well, most people equate their business to their followers, right? Mm -hmm. So they'll say, well, the people that follow me need some of everything or people are always asking me questions about this and that and mm -hmm. I don't want to leave that group of people out. So mm -hmm. what do you say to that person? I would say the majority, if you look at, if you look at who you follow, anywhere from 50 to 80% of the people who follow you ain't going to ever buy nothing. Yeah. So it's like if you're trying to cater to everybody who follow you, you you're alienating that 20% who will buy from you because they don't see you as a specialist at anything. So, so it's like if they, if, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause you, cause like this week you're doing Bitcoin, this week you're, you're now you're showing people how to do courses, this week you do real estate, this week you, you know, you're doing Turo, this week you're showing people how to get their credit, next week you, you're uh, a fitness coach. It's like, you're <laughs> not good. Every week something you're different. Just a, you're just a hustler. So yeah. it's like, they don't trust you because like people don't understand like consistency builds trust. Yeah. They like, okay, one thing we know is that this is what bro do, this is his message, this is how he show up. You may not like him, but I trust the fact that he consistent. Yeah. Right? So that I guess that was the second thing. The third thing, a big mistake that I see people do, I mean, make is like not not figuring out paid advertising. Man, let's let's go into that. <laughs> right? Because everyone now is bragging about being organic. Right. Yeah, I grew my following completely organic. Well, no company brand like we keep comparing ourselves and say one day we want to be the next Apple, the next right. any major multi-billion dollar company. None of them sit in a room and brag about not spending money on advertising. No, Why no. do you think entrepreneurs are bragging about the organic route versus paid ads? Because they are playing business and they, they, they don't, they're not building a business. They're building a train wreck waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So I tell people all the time, if you can't profitably invest money to acquire a new client, you don't have a business. Wait, 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 wait. Say that one more time. If you can't profitably invest money to acquire a new client, you don't have a business. If that ain't like the best sound bite for this. I just, while you said it, I'm like, that's the way we, this episode like should I'm, start. Like I'm telling you, man. So think about it. It's, it's like, you can, if you if you only wait on referrals, like you can only scale at the rate of a referral. Yeah. Like you wait on another referral. Now referrals are great. Don't get me wrong. Um, if you're only dealing with organic, you're at the mercy of the algorithm. Yeah. So let's say you built your whole business on Instagram, and 
Instagram shut you down. Or Instagram shake up the algorithm like they always do. Like yeah. they move from this post being popular, so to now you got to do reels. And then you finally get on the real bandwagon, and they like, yeah, we're hey, going you know back what? to photos. We're going back to photos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you're like, okay, now you got to tell your whole team, hey, guys, we switching back to such and such. Now the team, like, oh, my God, you done built your whole team around this. But now Instagram and social media is great. However, with paid ads, now you actually got control. If you totally dealing with um, organic, you have no control. You're just at the mercy of the algorithm. But yeah. if you understand paid advertising, you can predictably put a dollar in and get two, three, four dollars. And I tell people a lot of times, it's no investment vehicle that you can put your money in and get a higher return on than paid ads. I've got to pause really quick before we get back into the episode to give you access to a free gift that I have for you. Well, chances are you there's some knowledge that you know or service that you are already doing. And I tell people, if you are doing any service or have knowledge in your head, you should be able to automate that to generate revenue on the side, whether you're cutting hair. Well, while you're cutting hair, what if you could take the same knowledge and skill and automate that to show someone else what, how to do it? You generate revenue while also helping others. Well, I created a free training that literally shows you how to package your knowledge and your services into an automated online course. Well, now instead of giving someone access to your time or letting them take you out to coffee, you can give them access to your thoughts without your time. It generates money for you, but it also helps other people. So you can type www.monetizewithmarcus.com and you can get access to a free video training that shows you how to do it. Let's get back to the episode. Wow. So to a person who's just getting started mm -hmm. and they say, okay, I hear what you're saying. Uh, I'm trying to get into the space. How early should a person be thinking about paid advertising? Should they start? From right out the gate, just figured out, let's say Chill Gates as a case study or prototype, yeah. just left the streets, yeah. moving into business, man, I don't know how to find people that'll that'll work with me. Should someone is the, is it ever too early to get started with paid advertisement? It is. If they if they haven't figured out their messaging, if they haven't figured out their offer, they don't got their system put in place where they generate leads and drive people to a certain thing, they don't got their sales process. They got they want you want to have the whole process because I got this thing called the paid ad iceberg, right? So a lot of times people see the, the tip of the iceberg as mm -hmm. the ads, but it's the stuff underneath it that make it work. So it's the mindset of an advertiser. That's number one. Number two, you got to have your messaging on point. So yeah. like for example, some people think it's the targeting. Some people are like, "What's my target? I need better targeting." Well, not necessarily. So let's say for example, if you if you if you could target Marcus Rozier, yeah, it's all different types of people who follow you. You got people who follow you who are millionaires. You got people who follow you who are who may be homeless. You got people who follow you who work a nine to five. They're not interested in business. You got people who follow you who are in the ministry. So it's like, how do you speak? You can't speak to everybody who follow Marcus. The thing that's going to determine who you attract out of the Marcus audiences is your messaging. Yeah. Right? So it ain't got to do with the targeting. You got to speak to who you're speaking to. So you got to have that figured out. You got to figure out, okay, what are you giving away for free, which we call a lead magnet or money content to give away for free. And then what's your conversion process of them becoming a free opt-in or a buyer or your initial thing to going through your whole process. Once you got that set up, then you turn the ads on because a lot of times people think it's a traffic issue. Like you never have a traffic issue. You typically got an offer issue yeah. or a messaging issue or something of that nature. And once you got that piece, you know, then you turn the ads on. I love it. So if someone's getting started, it's, we're saying it's not too early to start, but it is in essence if you don't know who you're speaking to. Right. You don't know who you're targeting, don't have an offer, because so now you can just blow money. 100%. Right? So in essence, it's not too early to start. 
unless you don't have a clue what you're selling people. Right. right? At sure. that point, we're just we're just burning money. Now let's say let's speak to that other person, right? Mm-hmm. The person who, man, they've been in business a little while. They're not just getting started, but they're getting started with advertisement. Is that process still the same? Same process. Okay. You, you still got that because a lot of people come to us and they like, I just want to figure out ads. It's my targeting, and then we look at their stuff and they message them on point. Right. When people click on that, they're going direct to their website, and they got all these different links on there. So it's like it's not converting. They don't know what they're doing. They don't got none of these pieces in place. They're charging too little, so they may sell a, a seven dollar ebook. Yeah, and it's like, okay. Well, when they buy this ebook, what else is there? And they're like, well, nothing. It's like that's gonna be tough to like make work. So it's like they don't really have their whole process put in place. They're undercharging all that good stuff, so they don't got all these necessary components in place. I love it. I love it. So whether a person's just getting started or further along. It's still going to be important, in essence, to truly build a business. One hundred percent, it's business fundamentals. It's like the internet has made people think that you can grow a business without basic business fundamentals. Like <laughs> you build a following, you buy followers, yeah. You get on Clubhouse or you get on TikTok. Like you still got to understand basic business fundamentals. I don't care how many followers you. You know how many people got a ton of followers, a million followers, and they broke. Oh, without question. You know, don't know how to make no money. That's why I monetize. They, they got this following, but they don't know how to monetize. 100. You know what I'm saying? 100. I always tell people, uh, a lot of followers on social media without a strategy to monetize is like a barbecue with no food. Bingo. A lot of people show up, have a good time, and a lot of people leave hungry. And you feel good. Right. So it feels good to have an audience and saying it wrong. Mm-hmm. If I were to ask, and I want to get, dig more into what I lo- love is the amount of strategy and tactics you give. Mm-hmm. I teach my clients how to know who to invest their money with, right? Yep. Because I think it's important that we have to train up more sophisticated buyers. Yeah, 100%. Because it validates we're in the space, but people will start lumping us all in together, yep. right? They'll mm-hmm. assume it's like the person who say the Chrysler look just like the Bentley. Right. No, it no, don't. I don't. Right? Right. <laughs> right? So to, to those who are unfamiliar with the space, they don't know when they hear coach, consultant, we all sound alike, look alike, but it's not. Yeah. I like that you give strategy and tactics. And one of the things I tell my clients is the best way to know if someone is a coach that is worth spending your money with is when you ask them a question, do they turn into a motivational speaker? Mm-hmm. Meaning, if I ask you something about ads specifically, you were able to go step by step versus, well, first you got to just go harder. Like, right. bro, you don't turn into no motivational you gotta spend, speaker. You got to spend more money. Right. Like, give me, they can't give you strategy and tactics. So they always put the onus on you yep. and just say, well, you got to just wake up earlier and it's about consistency. Fix your mindset. Right. Like, <laughs> you, first you got to believe in yourself. Okay, once I believe, then what? <laughs> Then next, you got to just show up. And when I show up, what should I do? Mm-hmm. Right. So people t- say a lot of that. What do, What do you feel like has made you different in terms of your success in the space? What do you feel like is your that differentiates differentiates you from everyone else in the space? I would say my biggest thing is like I actually know how to teach. I actually one of my gifts is like being able to take complicated concepts and mm-hmm. break it down and simplify it. Right. So I know know how to teach. So I tell people a lot of times like just because. Being an entrepreneur who is great and being able to teach are two completely different skill sets. Yeah. And being able to do both, and you have this as well, being able to do both is a rare set of skills. Because, like, just because somebody built the multi-million dollar business doesn't mean they know how to teach it. Yeah. So I be telling my clients all the time, what's worse than losing and not knowing why you're losing is winning and not knowing why you're winning. 
Yeah. So a lot of times people can't look back and be like, okay, this is how I did. I did this step. I did this step. I did this step. That's why they go into motivational mode. Like, hey man, you guys just show up and went hard. I just woke up early. I just did cold showers. You know, I was just in the, I was just in the rooms. <laughs> yeah. And because I was in the rooms and I just implement. I just went hard. I just spent my money. It's like, okay, what's the step by step strategy within that? Yeah. Mode? I just heard a guy. I won't say who. I was at an event, and. They, it was basically a um, fireside chat type of situation. Okay. So people were asked, because of his success, they was asking him questions. And they were saying, what is one of the main factors that contributed to your success? And he said, because I wake up earlier than everyone else. I get up at 5 a.m. and this and this. Some of y'all sleep until 8. And I, I understood the sentiment of it, right. of what he was saying. So you're going to have people waking up at 5 o'clock with nothing to do. They wake up and they're just looking yeah. around. They don't know so, they're tired. So now instead of waking up and scrolling on their phone at, at 8, they're going to wake up and scroll at, at 5. Because it lacked. Mm -hmm. What are you doing in that time? Why do you wake up at that time? How should we strategize? Mm -hmm. And some of us are early morning people. Some of us are more nocturnal creatures. Like yep. for me, I'm a 1, 2 a.m. guy. I don't get up at 5. I get up around 7. Yep. Right. So I, I get a good five, four or five hours of sleep. I function better mm -hmm. that way. So I say that to say, do you believe in the space that there is a one size fit all? If you were able to build, like if you say, do you think anyone can package their knowledge and information, like how I say, turn their ideas to income? Do you think that's possible for anybody? Or do you feel like mm, everybody just don't have it? I think it depends. So you said, so I don't think everybody, that's a really good question, bro. I don't, so I think anybody can, I think everybody has knowledge and expertise that they have that they can package up. Okay. Now, can they do it and teach other people and other people get results? That's the question, all right? Yeah. I don't think everybody can do that because to coach and to teach people, you actually have to care. Yeah. And you have to care enough because you're dealing with human beings and like human beings show up with everything. Yeah. They show up with their trauma from their childhood. They show up with the stuff they're dealing with with their spouse and their kids. True, true. They're showing up with how jaded they are from this past coach. It's like you got to be, you got to care enough to like slow down, listen to them, meet them where they are, and then guide them through the process. Now, some people are like, well, I can just sell a course um, and then just teach them in that and not deal with people. Yeah, you can, but not if you really want to help people because, number one, they ain't going to implement. That's yeah. number one. Number two, even then, most people don't know how to slow down and, like, really break down their whole process. You know what I'm saying? Be like, okay, well, step number one is this, step number two. And I think that's where coaching comes in handy because now you can see what you left out. When people start asking questions, yeah. you're like, huh, I did leave that out. And now you can add that type of stuff in there. But a lot of times, you literally got to have a certain level of empathy to, like, be willing to slow down and actually teach people. You know, one of the reasons why you, my, you, my brother, my friend, it's so many times that, that I'll hear you say something, and I'm like, man, it, it, it mirrors my mind or certain, certain terminologies and statements and things of that nature. And one of the things I say all the time that in, people are asking, will people still pay for coaching, which is what we're about to go in a second. Will people still pay for coaching, courses, consulting? Number one, in a recession, which we'll speak to. Mm -hmm. Number two, with AI. A friend of mine called me. He was like, man, you all right? I was like, what you mean? He was like, with well, AI. Bro, I'm, I'm uninterrupted. Yeah. But here's my point. I was saying... Uh, as things transition, the buyer is getting smarter. You need deep empathy, high skill. Yep, That's what I explained. And you got to be good. Right? So to be deep empathy where you take complete ownership. I'll give an example. While in Mexico, it was last week, week before, 
I spent the first two days working on document systems and processes that we're going to give away for free to our clients to make it easier for them. Mm -hmm. That's deep empathy. 100%. Who spends money to go away to create things that they're not going to sell, Nobody. but they're just going to add it on to, well, it's not an increase in the price of the program, it just adds layers that makes mm -hmm. it easier to get them results. That's mm -hmm. deep empathy. Yep. High skill is my ability to think it, build it, and put it in within my my context of my program where it's seamless, right? 100%. So that's deep empathy to care, high skill to actually implement and execute it. That's unmatched. You can't replace that no, in the sure. space. No. Do you feel, because there's going to be someone listening to you and say, I get what you're saying with paid advertisement. I get what you're saying about knowledge and expertise and being able to generate revenue for that. But it's quote unquote a recession. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's quote unquote AI. Like, why do I need to pay someone to help me do this? When I can just type into chat GPT and it spit it out, what what do you see for the industry and for the space? Should people, it, is the industry a dying industry? Is coaching, consulting a dying industry? Is it one that, did, we, did people miss the bubble or is it still time to jump in it? People don't understand that. And I was, again, I was telling some clients and I was speaking on this event. Like people don't understand it's like coaching isn't a fad. Coaching ain't a new thing. Like coaching been around as long as King Solomon, right? 100%. The scripture where it, um, Queen Sheba, she was like, she, she, she bought a high ticket offer. She brought the whole bag out. 100%. You know yeah. She was like, she brought everything. She brought this. She pulled up. She didn't come to pick his brain. Yeah. She brought the bag. Yeah. And was like, wow, your knowledge is more vast than I even thought. Yeah. That was coaching and consulting. 100%. Right? So, it is, so it goes back that far. Now, even today, so chat GPT. Chat GPT is only as good as the questions you ask. I hear you say it all the time with Google, yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Chat GTP is the same thing. It's like if you don't know how to ask it the right prompts, it's it's useless. Yeah. The other day I heard it was down. Yeah. And people days. was like freaking out. Yeah, people are like, oh my God, it's down. I gotta pay memory line. It's like, <laughs> well now what are you gonna do? It's like if you don't have an offer, what you gonna ask chat GPT what your offer should be? <laughs> You gonna ask GPT, Chat GPT, like who's your ideal client? Like you still gotta be good. And some people are doing that. Yeah, but it's still, but they're still stuck. It's like some stuff you can't do. And it's like I understand AI is brilliant. I get it. I still don't believe, and you can't. Nobody can convince me otherwise that AI is more brilliant than a human being. One hundred percent. I just, I, I, I ain't buying it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because again, typically AI and robots are as good as you program them. Like they can't, a lot of times they can't think on us like a, like a, like, yeah. you, like you asking me a question, like right now. It's like, I don't think you could interview a robot and it'd be able to like, you gotta like process and find it and like dig it or have I been programmed to answer that question? You <laughs> right, know what I'm saying? Right, it's right. like you, you don't get that. My commander did not create that. If, right, exactly, yeah, you see yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, so it's like if you're working with a coach, and then you ask this coach this question and it's AI and it hasn't been programmed to answer that question or to dig into the queries or whatever to find it. It's like, no. It's like it's some stuff that AI and robots isn't going to replace. And I think coaches and consultants are one of them. Um, I think barbers are one of them. Hairstylists is another one. Yeah. It's like brothers want to go sit down and get cut by a real person they can chop it up with. Like imagine having like a robot like nah. cutting you up. Nah, not going to be me. And it just goes out mid-cut and now you're like, oh, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I don't think, so people got to understand that coaching, and another thing people don't understand is that coaching is, we live in a bubble. Most people don't even know what coaching is. 100%. You know what I'm saying? So we live in like this small bubble, the small corner of the earth. And because we're in it, because even if you think about it, Eric Thomas, like he's a big deal in our space. 
most people don't even know who he is. Yeah. Even if Tony Robbins, he's the, one of the biggest, if not the. Most people don't even. You ask like a hundred, you walk down the street on Count Creek right here. You ask a hundred people, hey, you heard of Tony Robbins? You might get one person and be like, oh yeah, I've yeah. seen him in video. Most people don't even know, but we live in this bubble, so we think that it's saturated because we see so much. So I actually think coaching and consulting industry is still in its infancy, and then as recessions or as the economy shifts or as the education system continues to change people are coming online looking for answers so they're like most people will say i, I need to go get me another degree yeah right but then they're, they're coming online looking for certifications they're coming online looking for a coaching program they're coming online like how do i blah and then the person who is positioned well right and they got basic business fundamentals they always gonna win and that's the most recession-proof business in the world i love it i think it goes back to everything you were saying, even with AI, goes back to what we, we started with, deep empathy. Mm -hmm. AI does not have the ability to be programmed for empathy. Bingo. Facial expressions, to feel even cultural nuance. Mm -hmm. If I start describing the 90s and Stephen, Ur Stephen Q. Urkel Bingo. and Laura, Bingo. you know, when I start describing the scent of something, the sound of something, how it felt, CD players, tape, it could give me data on it. Mm -hmm. Because it can be programmed, but the feeling, yeah. the emotion, the tears, the sadness, mm -hmm. the like all of those nuances that human to human provides. Speaking of that, I think at this point in your life, you know, I know you, you we're similar where we don't really talk a whole lot about money like that. Mm -hmm. But it is obvious you've built you don't you don't get on Inc. 500 fastest growing business because they just like you. Right. You generated some money for sure. Right. Multiple seven figure company from streets to that is a mass is a massive massive feat right that's mm -hmm. that doesn't just happen you said GED yeah. to Dr. Mark Wells which we can get into in a second for sure but at this point in business multiple people on staff payroll employees and all that you're doing mm -hmm. you have something that you do that's amazing next level boys academy yeah for sure where you are giving back to young men, and we want to kind of talk about that. It takes a high level of deep empathy because that's not something that you're not charging them every week a speaking fee to come in there, right? right for sure. That's you, and I've watched you raise money for them 100%. with every one of your programs. I was just recently at um, Client Attraction University, yep. uh, Client Only Boot Camp this yep. weekend, and even in that, what makes you have that deep empathy for that group? What makes you pause in the middle of your program to generate revenue and to spend money out of your own pocket? You're mm -hmm. a massive giver. Yeah. What is that? Where does that empathy come from? Man, because I am them. You know what I'm saying? I am these young brothers like who just don't have direction. Like even when I speak to them, and you got brothers who are like facing prison time. We got one brother who was facing 300 and some years. Brothers who's facing 50, 60, 16, 17, 18 year olds. And I, you know, I, sometimes people speak and they be like, man, you know, I was you, man. You know, just don't go that route, man. Just do this and, you know, get your head on right and listen to your parents. It's like, I don't really, and I ain't saying there's nothing wrong with that, but that ain't really my approach. My approach is like, I am y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm just blessed to get exposed to some mentors that was, I never even heard the word mentor until I was like 25, 26 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? never even heard the word said so I was like I was just blessed to get that and that's really the only thing individuals going that direction in most cases lack is that um, positive mentors who have a genuine interest in helping them win so it's like I and if I can say one or two like for example at our event you just spoke about one of the brothers from the next level um, program he actually we had because he wanted to do video like he, he's like he want to be a videographer blah 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 so I got him with Kev 
So he worked, he helped work the videos at the event. Like you wow. don't get that level of exposure. He like in there, big conference. It's his first time ever doing it, and at that particular capacity. So I think it really boils down to like, they are. I am them. Like yeah. I'm not far removed from like that world. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. Like I know that they have the skill sets, they have the gifts already. But it's like it just has to be nurtured and exposed. And and for those who are ready to level up, like. We got them, so I don't hit them from a motivational standpoint. You can do it. It's like, hey, what do you want to do? You know what I'm saying? Okay, why you want to do that? All right, bet. Well, here's an opportunity I got for you. So for one guy in class one time, he was like, he DJ. And I was like, oh, you DJ, huh? He was like, yeah. I was like, like got all the equipment and everything? He was like, yeah. I was like, all right. I was like, well, in September, this is last year, we got an event coming up. You want to DJ it? And he was like, yeah. So, But you know, a lot of times you do deal with so many people who just be capped. Yeah. Like, they just be like, yeah. So he like, all right, cool. So I hit him up. I'm like, hey, I'm going to get my event director with you, get you all locked in. So he DJ'd our event like three times. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's again, figuring out what they want to do and then helping them like tap into the resources. Because that's really, it's just a lack of exposure in most cases. I mean, it's like you sell, I tell people a lot of times, it's like kids sell drugs because they got common sense. I mean, you can spend 50 and make 100. You spend 100, make 200. You spend 200, make 400. You spend 400, make 800. You spend 800, make 1600. And do that in 30 minutes or an hour. And you tell, you telling them, get off the block and go get a job at Amazon and make $15 an hour when they can go make, you know, five grand a day. It's like, that don't make sense. We got to show them something else. We got to show them real estate. We got to show them how to create courses. We got to show them, you know, coaching. We got to show them how to do videography. Yeah. So they can actually still have the lifestyle they want, still have the image they want without all the jail time and all the everything else that come with it. But you can still get that level of money, still look how you want to look, dress how you want to dress without nobody being able to take it from you. And then nobody really teach me that early on. So I was like, when I get the opportunity to teach that, I mean, and I don't got to make no money from it. Yeah. I can legit just pour out. And be a blessing to them. 100%. Man, we started, I want to I loop us all the way back to the beginning. We started when I got a chance to introduce you talking, and I made the comparison of Diddy in the 90s. Mm-hmm. How many people he put on. For sure. Or if we say Jay-Z and how many people, you know, how many billionaires can come from one crib. 100%. Right, that whole piece. You, single-handedly, it's not too many people in the industry you haven't coached, touched, because it goes back to your point. You said you picked a problem, lead generation, and you were able to take people who are already doing business and plug your system in for them to have an easier way to get leads. You mentioned the thing that's most important to you is that father piece. But here's my question that brings us all the way back full circle. Out of all the things you've done, build build a company, giving back, your a uh, great father. I've watched it single-handedly. Great husband. I see what you what you do for your wife. I saw took her out of the country for a birthday on mm-hmm. down the line. Just the you got another trip coming up. Take mm-hmm. exposing your kids and getting them out of the country, mm-hmm. doing trips, etc. So their context of family yep. is totally different from yours. For sure, their association of money is different from yours. Mm-hmm. Where you said your first experience with money was living with a family member who was smoking crack. So yep. you have already changed the the next generation. For sure. So my question is this, if in rooms that you couldn't be in, what would, if you couldn't be in it, but you were being talked about, what would you want to be said about Marquell Russell? That he has integrity, that what he says he does, he's solid, that to me, that's what it is. Like whatever he say he's going to do, he's going to do. He is who he says he is. Um, it, it, you, you, what you see is what you get. Like he don't show up and act like this. Yeah. But he's another way. Like, can I tell you, I've been in rooms and that's what people say about you. 
So it's amazing that what you want to be said, it right. shows that you're living your life in a, in a way that you don't say much when you're in a room, right? right? You're one of those people to sit back and observe. 100%. But it means that the volume of your life is so loud that it's speaking to people in a way that they're communicating what your actions show. Mm -hmm. So it shows that you're living in integrity, man. That's the key, I've got to say to you, I know how hard it was for you to stop your day and no, be, nah, bro, be no, here with me. No, it was easy, bro. You like, you, you my guy, man. You, I rock, I got a very small circle, believe it or not. And um, and even MJ, my nine-year-old, he'd be like, man, you just, you got so many friends. And I'd be like, no, I don't. <laughs> I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people know me. I don't have, I don't use the word friend or brother freely. You my guy, my brother, my wow. friend. Like, that's why I check it. Hey, man, you know, we I reach out, you know, we connect and like, it don't yeah. be on no business. Like, hey, it you know, is. my wife, we doing? Family, what, everything. What's good? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I rock with you so easy when you yeah. was like, hey. Come through. I was like, hey, I'm honored. Like, I'm yeah. there. So it, was, it wasn't hard for me to stop my day to pull up on I you. I got one more big ask that I'm going to ask publicly. Okay. I'm planning an, an event for July. I think it was July 6th to the 9th, 7th to the 9th. Okay. Brother, I've got to have you there speaking. I'm there. How soon can I get the date? So Listen, like, get it. I'm there. Like, easy. That's too easy. That's too pound easy. Pound for pound, one of, one of my favorites, man. Not, not just as a business owner, but as a person. Yep. Right, so I always say, man, who who would I trust with my eyes closed? You're one, you're one of those hey, people. Let's be volume. So, man. if anyone's listening and want to know how they can work with you, connect with you, I vouch for him. I've worked with them, phenomenal, deep empathy, high skill. Every single day, there's nobody on the internet that has more success stories. I used to try to say I'm gonna come from them. I ain't got the energy. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got the energy. We just gonna do what we do over over here. And just did an event, man, handing out big checks where I saw people 300,000, 500,000, like literally cha changing lives of, and I love how you leaning in unapologetically for um, African-American entrepreneurs who are killing it in the space. But tell people how they can work with you and some of the things that you're helping people do. Yeah, for sure. So if you're, um, if you're a coach or you're a consultant and you want to get more, you like an agency and you sell something with $3,000, $10,000 or more and you want more clients for your business, uh, I'm, it's real simple. I mean, I'm, I'm all over the internet. So if you go to Instagram, TikTok, whatever your favorite platform is, Marquel Russell, M-A-R-Q-U-E-L-R-U-S-S-E-L-L. -L -L. Um, but if you simply go to paidadplaybook.com, that's P-A-I-D, ad, A-D, playbook.com, you get our paid ad playbook for 100% free and a bonus video and it shows you how to get 50 to 100 leads every single day that actually convert into clients. So go to paidadplaybook.com dive into our free stuff we've got a ton of free stuff dive in and if, if you feel like it makes sense for you and then of course you can just reach out we can talk about how we can potentially help i would strongly suggest that you go to paid at playbook.com very few people give away that level of value for absolutely free as well as once you move beyond that as a business owner i'm certain that you understand the value of investing in yourself and in your business Thank you so much for this, man. Of course, bro. Thank you, bro. I, I really can't wait until I got this this dream, this vision of doing almost a panel discussion with, but advertising, marketing, sales, yep. like of a few of us, yep. and kind of throwing, taking questions and throwing those out. And there's nobody I know of that pound for pound you don't turn into a motivational speaker. Nah, bro, for sure. <laughs> when somebody asks a question, well, this has been another Count phenomenal episode of Monetize with Marcus podcast. I hope that you have learned information that helps you turn your ideas into income, learning how to package your ideas into courses, market them, sell them, and automate a successful online business. If you need me, you know where to find me. I'll be over here minding my online business. See you in the next episode.